Hello and welcome to the Corbell Career Task, the podcast from the Office of Career and Professional Development at the Joseph Corbell School of International Studies at the University of Denver. Today we are joined by Corbell student Matt Tomarcio, who will be doing an interview with Corbell alum Ariel uh, Stenger, who works for Sierra Nevada Corporation. Take it away, Matt. Hello and thank you. Uh, the woman is Matt Tomarcio. Ariel, thank you very much for being here. Um, to start the interview off, I was just hoping you could quickly introduce yourself, give us a background, whether you graduated from Corbell, uh, what your major was, as well as where you work now in your position. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Uh, Arielle Stenger, I graduated from Corbell in 2019, the master's in international security. Uh, while I was there, I, I did a lot of work with Dr. Griffith and um, the different teams on Cenex and the Army War Colleges and simulations, um, which kind of fed into sort of a risk-based approach to national security. Um, and now at SNC, I, SNC, Sierra Nevada Corporation, I'm a program manager um, of cybersecurity programs. So that ranges from everything out of the critical, out of critical infrastructure, all the way to the warfighter in places uh, around the world. Awesome. Could you give an overview of your company's mission or the key areas of work? Uh, for example, are you focused on working on government contracts, you work with the private sector. Um, just a bit more background information would be great, especially on something as unique as cyber. Perfect, yeah. Um, Sierra Nevada Corporation is headquarters. It's a US-based co company um, headquartered in Sparks, Nevada. Uh, it's privately owned and held. Um, valuation is around, I think, $2 billion at this point. Um, our owners, Aaron and Fadi, have you know a true coming to America kind of story. They're Turkish immigrants. Um, and they have had a passion for space pursuits and national security across DOD. Um, recently, our company split and we have a, a side company called Sierra, um, Sierra Space. And Sierra Space is really focused on, you know, habitats in, in space. Um, they partnered with Blue Origin and have a space vehicle called the Dream Chaser that's pretty popular here in Colorado. Um, my group and, and like kind of my side of the house, if you will, um, is, is focused on um, aviation more so. Um, it's it's IAS, so it's aviation and security. Um, and, and I really stands for another acronym, which is super fun, uh, ISR, so Intelligence Surveillance and Reconnaissance. Um, you gotta love when that happens. And uh, and we are a DOD contractor. So um, we're Lock a Lockheed Martin or Raytheon or L3 Harris are, are public companies. Um, we are we're a privately held company that competes in a similar space. Um, we support different programs um, around the world on the IAS side, on that, um, you know, aviation, aircraft modifications, providing support and security to the warfighter in a variety of contexts. Very interesting. Thank you very much for sharing all of that. Um, sounds like a very, very specialized and very, very interesting and, and kind of quickly growing field. Um, what type of person would you say succeeds within an organization like this? So one thing that is super cool um, at SNC is they have this thing called an ABA, an Associate Business Analyst position. It's corporate rotational program that a few Corbell alums have also gone through, um, and that's how I learned about it. Um, and one thing that they do really well is um, you rotate to, di to different business units and business areas within the company over about a 12-month period. And by the end of it, you kind of have a good sense of how the gears work and how everything is interlaced. And then you can kind of lobby and pitch um, which area of the business you'd like to go and support. So 
you know, we came, we have these international security degrees from Corbell and then trying to map what does a job title look like, um, the ABA program was really helpful for that. And I think the type of people, the other alums um, included who succeed here are, are people who are willing to ask questions, who are willing to maybe stretch what their definition of a first job with a master's degree looks like, because you know, I, I wasn't, I was thinking all government focused when I was graduating and, you know, you can, that process can take three to five years um, in some cases. So what are you going to do in the meantime that still builds your sort of skill set, your marketability without limiting you to, you know, waiting tables or being a coffee barista, that sort of thing. Cause we're all ambitious people. And I think um, at SNC, people who are, are rewarded most are the people who are willing to stretch themselves, ask questions and try new things. So it's kind of a long answer, but you know, you can kind of see, draw the parallels to, to, to folks who are also trying to get positions after getting their master's degree. Absolutely. Um, sort of leads to my next question. Um, was the ABA what led you to getting into SNC uh, as well as, was it something that you, you found on your own? Basically, did you apply online? Was it at the career office? Or was, uh, were you able to make a connection with a Corbell alumni who maybe told you about the program? Just kind of that experience of how you found yourself in this role, especially for someone who, you know, might be thinking USG, their entire graduate school experience, um, and ends up with a contractor. Totally. Um, you know, it, the saying still holds water. Um, <laughs> it's not what you know, it's who you know. Um, and, and, you know, I was a nerd in at Corbell and I still very much am. <laughs> and uh, and I was the student government president um, second year. And I made friends with the student government president from the year before who introduced me to, um, to SNC and to the ABA program. So they sort of, you know, put it, planted a little seed in my ear and I was like, no, nah, I'm gonna leave Denver and I'm gonna go and work in DC and I'm ready to do the thing. And, um, you know, I met someone and I was like, okay, well crap, now I have to like find a job in Denver. And it wasn't my first choice, but I wouldn't have it any other way at this point because, um, you know, that introduction from student government got me to the ABA position, which allowed me to network internally at SNC. And I'm supporting national security pursuits on a very more, very practical, very agile and like fast paced environment that I never could have imagined um, even just a few years ago. That's awesome. That's really interesting to hear and, and really is stresses the importance of networking and, and taking advantage of the people that you're with here at Corbell. Um, so jumping back to your time at Corbell, what courses did you say were, were most valuable to you in the work that you do now? Are there any classes that maybe might surprise people that you were able to pull a lot of uh, practical skills from? I'm a weird one to ask. <laughs> <laughs> sure. uh, so I was initially thinking about the the globalization and religion and just that sort of lens actually in terms of um, you know Middle East politics if you like kind of zoom out and you think about like this sort of um, the drivers in conflict in that region um, I was kind of interested in learning more about that so I took a class outside of Corbell um, I think you get like three or something like that each um, each degree I, th I think is how it works um, or at least that's how it used to work. And I did a globalization and religion course that was really interesting because it was incredibly heavy on reading and the outcome of every you know week of like of intense reading and of, of analysis was a one page memo. Um, so that was super helpful because if you can't say what you need to say in a one page memo, then you don't know what you wanna to say to begin with. 
Um, so kind of along that line, anything with Steve Recca on the intelligence side, um, I did his entire um, his entire section of courses and 60 second briefings and standing up in front of a class and being able to speak intelligently and articulately about something that is a hot topic in a short amount of time was really helpful. Um, and then, of course, um, <laughs> you know, Dr. Dr. Griffith has like quite a few courses um, that are incredibly um, reading ambitious as well, where you're reading about a book a week. Um, those are incredible foundation builders. Um, but the part that I really enjoyed um, and, and I think I found a lot of value in after that is that synthesis piece, again, is bringing everything home and being able to collate a large amount of information into a coherent either argument or analysis is, is helpful. Um, and she's not at, S, at, uh, at Corbell anymore, I don't think, but Dr. Chenoweth um, on the terrorism side of, of the house. Again, I'm so security focused. So, mm -hmm. um, so that's really the lens that I look at this from, but. But those are those are some of the courses. Just synthesize information, really good briefings, an, an inundation and demanding amount of work on the front end um, were the ones I think that prepared me most for for this position. So if you're listening to this right now, just know that all those readings that you're getting taught on top of you are serving a good purpose. Um, <laughs> so so looking forward, um, what are the qualifications that? that you know that people are looking forward to your organization when they're trying to hire people. Is there a certain skill set or a certain like resume type that that really kind of catches the eye? Uh, for example, someone who's a veteran or someone with security clearance or any sort of any sort of background like that 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 helps out or really just you know encourage them to apply and and they're trying to look for a more holistic approach to hiring people. Um, a few things here. So a TS or a secret TS TSSCI. Um, any of those clearances always advertise that you have that, but don't do it on LinkedIn, right? Because that's not. <laughs> um, but I would say that veterans, of course, like SNC, um, has a very strong veteran community. So um, that's a, this is a great spot to be. Um, and and I think that there are there's a good network, I guess, is as well um, within the Denver bubble here. Um, in terms of, I mean, you know, I'm a program manager and I, I work with engineers all day, every day. And uh, I would say if you're an engineer right now, we are trying to like triple the size of our team because cybersecurity is a growing industry. So um, anybody with technical skills in terms of coding or, you know, any any experience in that world, I know is Corbell. So it's not necessarily <laughs> true, but I mean, they also offer, Corbell offered um, the certificate programs. And I did a lot of um, geospatial analysis using GIS at through through DU more broadly. So they have coding classes. They have that cybersecurity um, and coding. Uh, I think it's like a master's or a master's certificate or something as well. Anything that you can do to sort of augment a technical skill with our synthesis analysis and presentation skills um, will really make you stand out. And I would say just the caveat on that is just be honest. Like if you say you're gonna, <laughs> if you say you code in, in C++ or you know Java or, or whatever, and you do object oriented coding, then like be able to pass the coding test, you know? And if you say like, oh, I'm, I'm like functional in it and I could support it, I understand it. Like just, just be honest. It's not a good spot to, um, to oversell yourself. 
yeah, it's sort of like how everyone on their resume writes down that they are proficient in Microsoft Office Suite and things like that. <laughs> Much more important, to be honest, up front. That's great. Um, next question is, is when you were a student, um, what kind of experiences did you participate in as either internships or just co-ops or any kind of, or even unpaid work that you did that might help someone get a career uh, if they're looking at Sierra Nevada or maybe even larger, just military contracting, DOD contracting in general? It's a good question. Um, so I actually worked in the Marsico Institute. Um, before I went to Corbell, I was a teacher. Um, I was on Fulbright in Thailand and Teach for America out in South Dakota. So I had this experience that was like relatively unique um, in the Corbell world. And I did a lot of research over the summer um, at the Marsico Institute through DU. So that's kind of like how I made money in the summer between, uh, you know, year one and year two. But I think, I really think like Senex and more importantly, like, you know, participating in those um, Army War College simulations and things like that, like really help connect the dots between like, not just like the diplomacy side, but like in the military side and understanding what is our role as a contractor and who are we supporting? Like, yeah, maybe the end customer is U.S. Air Force or U.S. Navy, but like, who are we supporting within the Navy? Um, it was, it, it like really shed light on sort of the importance of either working through a negotiation or coming up with a solution that is a win-win. Um, and then being able to speak intelligently about those things at an interview with a defense contractor, I think goes a long way because you understand the con-op, right? You understand what is what is this gonna, going to look like from a deployed perspective and a value proposition to the government? Because yeah, the government's the customer, but the government cares mostly about the national security pieces that's being carried out by someone who is on the ground. So kind of connect all those dots. Um, and like, I don't, I don't know, I think for me, mission above all else, basically. Mm -hmm. So um, <laughs> So like, you know, you want to prioritize you want to prioritize good quality work because the implications are, are human lives on the other end. Um, yeah, I, I think I'd leave it at that basically. It's a great answer. Thank you very much. Um, kind of jumping over to Sierra Nevada as a, actually a place to work. Um, what is the work environment like? I mean, work-life balance wise, is it a competitive culture, more of a collaborative culture? Um, so just kind of your overview of, of your experience there, I guess, in the, I guess, three years now that you've been there. Um, again, ABA was perfect because I built relationships all over the place um, and that those relationships have served me well back to the, the foundational thing. It's not what you know, it's who you know, and like being honest and consistent about who you are with with folks and kind of what you're about has helped. Um, I will say that like SNC is competitive internally and when it comes to we want to have the best product products and projects um, to work on and we want to propose the most comprehensive solutions so it's competitive to a point of yeah you you want to win the contract but also if somebody else some different business unit has a better case and better case for being like the lead on it basically um, you let them take the lead on it and then you kind of support and make sure that like I'm cyber so it doesn't always make sense for us to execute the programs but it almost always makes sense for us to be part of the program if that makes sense. So um, collaborative and, and competitive at the same time, kind of in a unique sort of way. And then Absolutely. in terms of like, I love it because like we're kind of this, our cyber group, we're just a bunch of nerds, um, <laughs> a bunch of nerds. Um, we have a relatively flexible work schedule. It's, it's hybrid. So 
we have like you know, nobody is here today because it's Wednesday and everybody works from home on Wednesdays, um, <laughs> except for me apparently. <laughs> um, but you know we have like a few days a week where you can work from home. Um, SNC has this really nice policy. It's called flex time. Um, so it's not necessarily like what is that that like ten nines or something like that or ten eights. Nine it's by not, eight schedule, yeah. Mm -hmm. Nine by eight. Thank you. It's not exactly that, but it but it could be. So um, within a pay period, you know, you can you can work extra credit hours, and then if you've got a dentist appointment, you're not taking PTO. You can just like work an extra hour or two hours here and there, so that it's um, so it's kind of easy and adaptable to your schedule. That's awesome. And how does your organization promote growth? Um, like, for example, do you feel this is a good place that you can spend a lot of time at to grow your career? Or do you feel like you're going to always be required to look around for their options at a certain point? Um, so just if you could speak to that and just what you've, what you've experienced has been and what others' experience has been in terms of promotions, um, that'd be excellent. Yeah. Um, uh, disclaimer, it's going to totally depend on the person. <laughs> but I mean, for me, if you look at my trajectory, I, I started as an ABA, which is, you know, just above an intern. Um, and now I'm a program manager, which is like definitely in the middle of the pack in in a little bit less than three years. So um, for me, it's been it's been rapid growth and advancement. Um, and I think that it's definitely possible to continue that. I think the other ABAs who were from Corbell also rose to like management or close to management positions, like senior level, you know. Um, so in terms of in terms of growth, it is it is person directed. Like there's nothing in the way of my growth here except for me. So uh, I, I don't I don't really see any restrictions or any challenges on that front. Um, SNC also does some tuition reimbursement. Unfortunately, not for not for y'all. Like currently in school, it would be you know an extra certificate or something that you're you're working on in addition to. But um, but that that's always an option. You know it's. Like there is, there's definitely money and time allotted to people advancing their career. Awesome, that's great to know. Um, and on top of that, kind of piggybacking on my previous question about growth there, um, do you see the organization kind of going through a process of, of hiring more, especially as we look at a world that seems like it's uh, definitely more unstable uh, than it was at the start of 2022? Um, so do you foresee there being a, an increased need for, for graduates and for uh, more hiring? Yeah, <laughs> um, I mean, I have 10 recs open right now, um, job requisitions, you know, like uh, we're trying to hire aggressively. Fortunately, we're trying to hire uh, software engineers, cybersecurity engineers, um, systems engineers, network engineers. So um, our, our trajectory right now is definitely more on the technical side, but with that comes new programs, the ability to win new programs, which also requires more support um, on our team in general. So. Yeah, we're definitely hiring. And um, I would say that that ABA program, usually there's a rec that comes out. Um, I can kind of try to keep a beat on it and pass it forward, but it's it's a great way to get your foot in the door because there's also like the finance side. So some folks I think do that joint master's MBA sort of deal um, with Corbell. And that would be a really good opportunity to like become a potential business manager here where you're using both of those skill sets and you're still working in this national security space without necessarily again going like directly to government work. Awesome. Um, are there any opportunities for people who are maybe in school if 
they're looking for like an internship or anything they can do, you know, while at Corbell to maybe get involved and, and maybe work part-time in some capacity just to build familiarity or anything to that effect? I would say, unless you're an engineer, probably no. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> if I'm being honest, but I will say one thing is that sometimes we, and, and lately we've been hiring um, contract positions at SNC that are not all just engineer related. So contract work is is what it sounds like, right? It's not it's not like super ideal for a long term sort of solution, but it could be it could be really great transition. Um, you know, it's sort of our our operating world at SNC proper, um, taking space kind of out of it, and even taking cyber kind of out of it. Um, SNC was very big in the um, in like the the Afghanistan war. So when we pulled out of Afghanistan, we the U.S. Um, you know, kind of our lens and our focus somewhat changed and shifted. And then quickly, you know, Ukraine comes into the picture, and it's like, okay, what are we going to do to support? All of the efforts that are happening um, in Ukraine on that on that side. So, um, the world is always changing, and and like hiring right now is like a very competitive market. Um, but yeah, we're we're definitely hiring. No good internships for y'all, but um, <laughs> but but again, ABA program is kind of like an internship, and it may feel like I don't want to say like under, under what you would expect, you know, like salary wise, it's not like the most competitive, I don't think, but it's also, it has like a, a massive upside um, within a year. So, you know, kind of got to take one to get one, if you will. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I got to kind of earn your bones to speak. Um, so would you say that working there right now, you guys are kind of, I guess, recession proof or any kind of, kind of safe from any kind of economic blowback? Um, Sort of what you said there was roles changing. It sounds like you have roles that are open, um, but obviously as things change, do you think that you guys will still be viable and still looking to hire people um, if you're listening to this podcast a year from now? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I mean, uh, working in cyber, I feel like, um, you know, our, our revenue tripled from last year to this year. Um, and that's just so far. We're only five months into the year. So I would say, yeah, there's, there's a lot of work to be done. I'm not, we need a lot of, I mean, we need 10 more people. Um, ideally <laughs> yesterday. So, um, so if any of you guys know any software engineers or people in the cyber world who are looking for jobs, um, you know, like really come check it out because there, there is so much to do. And it's just, it's not just the national security space that, that at least I work in. We also work in critical infrastructure. So that's Department of mm. Energy that's Excel energy, you know, utilities around the country and securing the grid. And what does the grid look like in 10 years or 20 years when everything is, is some level of non-renewable or of, of renewable? And like, what are the systems that are on there? And do they need cybersecurity? And can some hackers from Argentina just like pop in there and, and <laughs> control your grid in a second? Um, so a lot of considerations and a lot of different avenues and, and, um, and ways to, you know, provide national security on our specific team. Um, and then one thing I'll say about SNC proper is um, recession proof wise, the world changed in Afghanistan to Ukraine, which meant that, you know, some people who were working heavily on the Afghanistan efforts are either being rehomed or are, are going after new business. So like the good thing about SNC is that it's like, okay, this changed. Obviously we don't decide what our domestic and our foreign pursuits are um, on the DOD side. And because of that, 
we work within the, that collaborative team environment to to rehome people so that you're not like you know okay your program ended and now you need to go find a new job it's like we're within snc do can you can you move so that you're not you get that continuity you know yeah and i can say from personal experience that's not a common trait there's a lot of people where you don't have your project you are lost in the wilderness till you find your way back so that's great to hear about culture wise um one last question here because we're almost out of time just wanted to ask you a classic informational interview question um, what is one thing that you know now that you wish you had known when you started Corbell? <sighs> so many things that I should have bought a house right at the very beginning of Corbell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Second I moved back to the US, I should have bought a house um, way back in 2017. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, that is a real thing. I kind of wish I would have done that. But um, I, I think... I think one thing I wish I would have have known is like more about like the the technical side of just kind of everything that happens in the DOD world. You know, it's great to have this political analysis sort of lens and to care deeply about the issues, but like there's just such a gap on the technical side. Um, and and if I, I wish I would have emphasized that a little bit more and done some of those like not even coding boot camps, but but had more of an awareness of like software and software development and like how these pieces fit together and support national security. Because even if it's, if it's somebody in Afghanistan, that's one level of, of effort, but the, um, on the other side, like, you know, we, we depend on so many systems across the DOD, across the U S government that are automated and that need some level of technical support. So. Awesome. Well, Ariel, thank you so much uh, for your time. This has been great and extremely helpful. Um, really appreciate you you sharing your experiences here and, and congratulations on your great career and uh, good luck with everything going forward. Thanks so much. Thanks for having me. Thank you, Matt and Ariel. Uh, thank you guys for joining us today. And thank you so much for the insightful conversation, Ariel, about discussing uh, your, your, your career uh, at Sierra Nevada and also your career while you were here at Corbell. It was great to hear all those amazing stories uh, about your graduate program. Uh, and thank you, listener, for tuning in today. And we hope you will join us for the next time on Corbell CareerCast. <laughs>